Hey, so this one's gonna be tricky. Alright. Of course, this is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. I'm Derek. So this is triggered by a young lady on TikTok that I follow. And she makes a lot of bariatric content, a lot of food-related content as far as her journey is concerned. This is dedicated to you. Today she made a post saying, you ever feel like, you know, you're supporting and enjoying everybody's progress, but inside you're dying. That's me right now. That's what she said. And if you listen to the podcast, you inspire this podcast, but I'm going to get a little bit deeper. I might get a little bit emotional in this during this. So please run with me for a minute. Um, because I know how you feel. I know what it means to feel dead inside. I know that I'm I'm known for being kind of off-hinged, crazy, as they call me in the community. Um, But uh, if I could go back and like really quick talk about my journey in 60 seconds, it's this. I have been through so much in my weight loss surgery journey in the last seven years. Ridiculous amounts of bullshit that I should not have survived. I have had two opioid overdoses that there's no reason I should have survived. Those opioid overdoses were brought on by a transfer addiction. Why? Because I couldn't soothe my demons with food. We've talked about, I've talked about my demons before. It's like the most secular, the most popular downloaded episode that we have is how to use your demons. They're vicious. They're deadly. Just last April, I nearly took my life. There's, I need attention. Someone take my life or I'm going to talk about suicide, blah, blah, blah. No, I stood before a eight-foot cord attached to my CPAP where I was left alone in a room in a mental institution with an eight-foot oak door behind me. I had been awake at that point for about seven days. I was awake because of sleep deprivation psychosis is what they called it. It was caused by um, COVID toxicity along with a mental breakdown. Dead inside. It sucked. It really did. Even thinking about it, you know, when I every, and I, 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 just to give you an idea where my mind is from that experience in my life, every single fucking night, that I lay my head down to sleep. I have post-traumatic stress from that that time in my life, from April. Eventually, I'm sure I'll get over it. Maybe someday I'll have to be medicated for it. I take sleep medication for it. I take trazodone and Ambien. I stack those two together. It's the only way I can get to sleep. And sometimes when I get, I don't get a lot of sleep because of, 
you know, problems going on in my household or one of my kids are sick or Cherise is sick or I got a lot going on in my head because of business or my employer and I lose sleep, that PTS fires up and gets even worse. So the following night when I try to sleep, it gets even fucking worse. When I had my, uh, my ablation here on the 28th of last month, I was up for two days, awake for two days, simply because I couldn't lay down to sleep. Every time I lay down, that pressure on my esophagus from my heart being carterized, the thermal effect from my heart being carterized on my esophagus made it feel like I was having a heart attack. I was taking little dips of oxygen. I, I guarantee you if I had a oxygen blood monitor attached to me, I would have been probably the, the, the little would have been going off guaranteed because I could barely even take a deep breath. Every now and then, if I'd sit straight up and I'd take the pressure off my esophagus, take my heart, you know, sit straight up, I'd be able to take a deep breath. But for two days, I stayed awake and that, in the back of my head, the PTSD was unreal. And why am I talking about myself when this young lady, beautiful young lady, just barely had her surgery, when she triggered this? I'm going to explain why. The opioid overdoses. The mental breakdown, the suicide ideology, the tears, the blood, the regain, the fighting with fucking other admins, the stress caused from fighting with other admins, the stress caused from um, our information being doxxed in the beginning, back in 2018. Me and Sharice's, we were so ganged up upon by the admins of your biggest, most popular groups. I'm not going to name them out, but we were ganged up on so bad. There was 20 of them, a minimum of 20 of them. They doxed our information because why? They didn't like how we were using profanity in our groups. Yeah, that's what one of our followers told us from the person that was leading it. Sent screenshots and it's all because they didn't like how we were running our group. We were getting popular. People were sharing our content. Well, guess what? You don't share fucking Peterson's content. You don't share Bariatrica's content in my group. If you follow them, get out of my group. That alone. If someone tells me to not follow somebody simply because they don't like them, that should tell you right now how toxic of a leader that person is. I know I said that in my last podcast about Bong, but that's a little bit different circumstances. If somebody's a, a toxic, uh, laughing at people who died, that's different in my opinion, or you can call me toxic, I don't give a fuck. Needless to say, they doxed us. Pictures of our home, pictures, pictures of our house, our addresses are my employer, my dad's address, my dad's name, my middle name, Sharice's middle name, Sharice's fucking background, my background was all doxxed in this group. And I'm not going to name the group, 
Someday I'll talk about it. But this is the type of shit that I've been through in the last seven years since I had weight loss surgery. I shouldn't be alive. I should not be here. In the first place, I shouldn't have survived my first opioid overdose. Not even three or four months later, my second opioid overdose. And I talk about April a lot. I talk about how I survived. I stood up to the beast, the mirror image of me. What I didn't know throughout the last seven years is I was building the grit. I was building the fucking skill to be able to manage my life as it is now and make something productive out of it. I represent in our community. I don't represent the people that are doing awesome. They didn't have any regain. They're making great money. They can afford their skin surgery. They look good. They feel good. They're getting a lot of followers, whatever. They're beautiful, whatever. I don't represent them. I represent the people who are failing. I represent the drug addicts. I represent the alcoholics. I represent the suicide ideologists. I represent the anxietyists, the depression, the hopeless bariatric patient. The ones who are fucking empty. Because I know what it feels like to be empty. But you know what? I held on. I managed to find a way through the darkness. I let that ridiculous amount of fucking negativity and just the scariest things possible that can happen to somebody. I learned to let it flow through me. I stopped fighting and I let it flow through me because it's only permanent. It's, excuse me. It's, it's only temporary. Right now I'm fucking depressed. Why not right now I'm depressed because I don't have my cardiovascular health back. And before I had my heart ablation, I could pump out 45 minutes, fucking hour. High-intensity cardio. I can't get past 10 minutes. My job. I'm very active at my job because I love my job. I love the, my boss. He's a great fucking boss. I've been working with him for 16 years. He has fucking stuck his neck out for me. So I'm, I go out of my fucking way and do shit that I shouldn't be doing or shit that I don't have to do very active I can't do that now for some reason and deep in the reach back reaches of my mind it's never I'm never gonna be able to get it back I know it's being pessimistic I know I'm gonna work towards trying to get it back but that's just how a fractured poor mental health Derek Peterson thinks But even though I got that thought in the back of my mind, I'm still going to let it go. I'm going to let it 
flow through me. I'm going to let the fact that I can't do my fucking cardio. I'm a cardio addict. I'm going to let flow, flow through me that I can't perform for my employer for my employer like I want to. And it's crushing. It is really crushing. The last thing I should be doing on this is fighting the depression, fighting the anxiety of what ifs. So if this is you right now, if you are a struggling drug addict, if you are a struggling shopaholic, you're struggling with sex addiction, alcoholism, food addiction, you name it. I'm not going to fucking lie to you and tell you there's hope. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, hey, it's going to be okay. I'm just going to tell you right now, you have got to stop fighting it and let it flow through you because it's only temporary. Seems like it's never going to go away. I know the fact that I fucking can't get through my cardio and can't perform at work. It's going to be temporary. I just have to work to build that up. And that's what's made me in and that, that, that's what's made me into what I am today. That's why I have almost 12,000 followers. That's why I have nearly 19,000 downloads and over 1,200 subscribers on the podcast, web-wide, on all those platforms. That's why Sharice has 19, almost 20,000, 19,500 subscribers on her blog bariatricbadass.com free, it's fucking free yes, we have an online store shit is very inexpensive on that store why? it's not that because we don't know our worth it's because you deserve better you deserve accurate studied information from somebody who's not going to stroke you to keep you with them which is one thing that is happening especially on Instagram right now these registered dietitians are popping up everywhere next thing you know oh here's another fucking you know of course she's get, they're getting a lot of comments he her and all of them they're getting a lot of comments they're getting a lot of followers I already talked about bariatric.meal.prep about how she's giving instructions on good buys in the freezer section at Walmart or bariatric chef boy RD registered dietitian quote unquote how he's saying there are good bariatric finds at 7-Eleven but if you go into the content and you go into the meme that he's building that's not a good bariatric find. That's a fucking slider. Yet, you're a registered dietitian. If you all are really registered dietitians, you are horrible. You're not fucking dietitians. You're not being helpful. You're way overpriced. And that's why we keep our 
what we have to offer very inexpensive and we'll continue to go like that Sharice is getting ready to register for her spring classes where she's going to school she's going to an actual college this ain't no online fucking college in two years she'll be at the University of Utah which honestly that is fucking awesome because I've been a University of Utah fan as long as I can remember <laughs> we're here to change things there's two different types of coaches there's two different types of content creators in this community people are here to make a buck and people who are here to make change you can spot the difference it's easy if they have a link tree if they're programs are $27 for a soft food program, $28 for a hard food program, $25 for a liquid program. Yeah. Get in you don't need that shit. You don't need it. You don't need to go into so and so's link tree, put in so and so's code to get this type of garbage that you don't fucking need. You don't need it, period. You want to support them. If you want to support the creators in your bariatric community, share their content. Comment on their content. Like their content. But if they want you to dump money onto them and if they see them being supported as taking your money, that's not support. Remember that. Love you guys very much. It might seem like this is the end. It might seem like you're dead inside. It might seem like you're not going to get out of this alive. You're hopeless. You're in dreaded fear that you're going to gain the weight back. I can tell you right now, this is the science. If you're stressing about gaining the weight back, guess what? You're going to gain the weight back. But if you stop stressing about gaining the weight back and you start thinking about different things that you can try to try to relieve your stress, different things you can try to try to change your life, so that doesn't happen. And if you fell, you fucking fell. That's another, that's another notch in your bariatric bedpost. Another fucking chapter to your story that five, ten years down the road because you fucking made it, because you listened to me because you stop fighting and start started letting it flow. You didn't take your $40 to go put uh, so-and-so into bariatric pals uh, 
little little uh, code engine to get their shit and save five or six bucks plus shipping. You took that 50 bucks and you went and bought major proteins, tofu, chicken breast, steak, granola. This is, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. I got a big following. Almost, a bigger, almost as big as a following as some of those quote-unquote registered dietitians on Instagram. I'm a good talker. My wife is very educated, multi-certified, and is going to have a degree very soon. If I believed that shit really worked, go to this site, put in my code, support us, support me and Sharice. This is what got me down 62 fucking pounds in the last year was taking the supplement. No. I'm going to say it again. What helped me get that 62 pounds down was eating whole food, portion controlling, and learning to de-stress. How did I learn to de-stress? I had so much fucking stress in my body before April. When we got to April and I sat with Sharice after my mental breakdown was fucking almost over, after I finally got that six hours of sleep that night where I was just letting it flow. I'm not going to fight this fucking shit no more. I'm ready to die. Let's do this. Let it flow. That night I slept six hours. The next morning I woke up. I'm like, I got to talk about this. It's our job. As creators, we've been gone for nine fucking days. We haven't made a post in nine days. We haven't talked to our uh, members in our Patreon group for nine days. I got to talk about it. Well, Derek, you're going to be talking about suicide. You're going to be talking about, you're going to be talking about how crazy you really are. How horribly bipolar depression clinically diagnosed you are. You're making your haters correct because that's what they said I was throughout the years. He's fucking crazy. You were right. I talked about it. 170 followers like that dropped. But the inbox, Bariatrica's inbox, even my personal inbox, even Sharice's personal inbox was loaded with messages of support and thanking us for having the fortitude to talk about it. Life-changing, my friends. Let this fucking shit flow through you. All right? Keep strong. Know it's only temporary. And crush life.